0: Good afternoon. This is Rich Nash, Executive Vice President with Open Systems Media and leader of the Embedded Computing Design Franchise, where we talk about all things embedded, which is industrial, IoT, automotive, healthcare, and all that good stuff. I'm here for this week's Embedded Executive Interview. This week, my special guest is Michael Duhamel, who is a Vice President with SECO. Good afternoon, Michael. How are you? Good, good, Rich. How are you? I'm doing just fine, thank you, by that accent that I hear. I'm detecting a Red Sox fan, but I'm, I'm not going to go there. We'll, we'll start friends, and we'll leave friends. Is that fair? <laughs> that's fair. Bigger Patriots fan, but that's another discussion. Uh, oh yeah, that doesn't make you any better. But anyway, uh, <laughs> so let's, let's talk about SECO for a few minutes. Um, you guys define yourself as being in the high-performance computing space. If I asked five people what high-performance computing was, they would probably get five different answers. Um, what does it mean to SECA? What is, what is high-performance so, computing?
1: Well, you know, if you look across, you know, all the industries, not just the embedded space for a second, you know, high-performance to me uh, means the rate at which you're able to perform or the computer is able to perform uh, complex process, uh, you know, information processing or, let's say, programming processing, In parallel, and I think that's how the broader industry uh, defines it. But if you look at the embedded space, I think we actually have it more difficult than some of the uh, commercial markets and some of the uh, IT server markets, in that uh, we have a lot of different challenges. And and please stop me if I start going. Stop me if I start going off on a tangent too much. But what I mean by that is the embedded market has some really challenges on bringing the highest performance possible. Uh, to the embedded space, we have to account for things like uh, standard form factors that have that place limitations on on what you can offer in terms of performance on on the space of those form factors. Um, also, the the uh, the footprint, the cooling mechanisms uh, that are allowed and tolerated in the embedded space are much less elaborate than they are outside. Uh, so you're not as able to run as fast as you would like in some cases. Uh, The longevity, not all the, uh, not all the uh, processors, uh, support the longevity required in the embedded Mm -hmm. space. So we, we can't choose every single processor
0: out there. Um, okay, so that makes sense. So, uh, one of the distinctions that I like to use is when we talk about the industrial IoT is the edge versus the cloud. So, um, I'm thinking that what we're referring to is more cloud based. And not something that you would have down at the edge
1: is is that fair yeah actually yeah, both We're, we are seeing um, you know both cloud based and uh, but more and more requirements coming in on the edge computing the moving more and more processing out to the edge in the form of gateways or and uh, sensor networks um, so that 's where we have to the embedded space when we say performance, we talk about the the ability for our computing solutions to handle all the peripherals very quickly. It's not just the processing or displaying that information. It's also being able to collect that information via uh, as many PCIe express lanes you can have, USB 3.0, you know, uh, gigabit Ethernet. Um, so it's, it's collecting that information out in the edge and then sending it back to the cloud also that requires uh, more performance in
0: order to support those areas. It also seems that the high-performance computing of a couple of years ago is no longer high-performance computing for today, and it's more, I don't know what the word is, the traditional lower performance because we keep scaling up. Um, right. Do you see that as well?
1: yeah what I'm seeing so embedded as you as you know rec- they have a lot of demands on it in terms of trying to re- extend battery life by reducing power consumption they also in very use some very harsh environments so you can't again you need to keep down uh, the pa- uh, power consumption and power dissipation so uh, what this means is that um, what I'm seeing is that the, the the CPUs in general are ramping up their performance and keeping within that same power uh envelope which is very important mm-hmm. in the embedded space
0: Yeah you know something you said at the beginning actually struck with me um the the in the embedded space they don't often have the ability to use a fan um and when we're talking about these higher power levels is it is that a problem is that really hard to do
1: Yeah, sometimes it is, and and sometimes it becomes more of a system architecture um, problem than just a board problem. Like you have to get into understanding the customer's um, airflow in their system. You have to get into maybe uh, what you can mount your processor up against in terms of the the enclosure. So, yeah, it it is a problem, and it it actually requires the uh, embedded uh, solution provider to get to know the customer's end solution better and to become more of a
0: system solution provider. Very interesting, very interesting. And just so we understand completely, where does SECO play here? So, you know, SECO, what we're, what we're doing is we're looking at every single standard form
1: factor out there, and very carefully, because of all the things I've been mentioning, you know, we're looking at Q7, we're looking at SMART, we're looking at Com Express, and we're looking at single-board computers, and we look at each one of those form factors separately and all the challenges the embedded space faces in those sectors, and then we try to maximize the power, the maximize the performance in each one of those, while still meeting most of the business, most of the use cases of the embedded market. And, and to that point, you know, we have, um, you know, some form factors that are handling the, like able to ac- accommodate the highest level of Intel eight or nine uh, level processors, or the AMD Ryzen, or the N, uh, mm-hmm. the uh, NXP IMX8 family and still work within the, con- the constraints
0: of those different form factors. And that's where we're focused. That's great. Okay. Well, I think we'll stop here because uh, the longer we go, the definition of high-performance computing is going to change. <laughs> we need to put a stick in the ground. I think we've done a good job at that. Great. Right. That was Thank Michael you. Duhamel, and he is a vice president with SECO, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media Thank you very much, Michael. Have a great day.
1: Thank you, too, Rich.